Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Welcome to AutoLine Daily, where we work diligently to keep enthusiasts of the global automotive industry, like you, well-informed as to what's going on. And we'd like to start today's show by saying happy birthday to Land Rover. It was 65 years ago to the day when the HUE 166, or Huey as it's become known, went into production. And of course, Land Rover continues on strong today with the Discovery, the Freelander, and the Range Rover. Okay, now to two earnings reports that tell a very interesting story. It's all about Fiat and Chrysler and how the small fish swallowed the big one. Let's start with Chrysler's numbers. In the first quarter of this year, Chrysler's sales fell by 33,000 units, mainly lost to model changeovers for the Jeep Cherokee, the Grand Cherokee, and the new Ram pickup. Losing those sales dragged revenues down by nearly a billion dollars, and that dragged both the operating and net profits down by just over $300 million. With the plants that make those models getting up to full line speed, I would expect Chrysler to more than make up for this shortfall later this year. But it's a different story at Fiat. Amazingly, the Italian automaker actually saw its sales go up slightly in the first quarter by 8,000 units. Even so, its revenues fell slightly, suggesting the company is heavily discounting to move the metal. As a result, its operating profit fell to a meager 8 million euros, and its net loss widened to 276 million euros. That's about $358 million. So going back to what I said earlier about the small fish swallowing the big one, look at how Chrysler sells more vehicles, rakes in more revenue, and puts more money to the bottom line than Fiat's doing right now. Now that's not a criticism because there would not be a Chrysler right now without Fiat. But this comparison puts the story into context. Mercedes just updated its large Sprinter van. The design has been tweaked, but it's fairly similar to the current model. It's available with five new safety systems, some standard, others optional. It can be equipped with a variety of engines, which all meet Euro 6 emission standards. Several diesel engines are offered, both four and six cylinder, ranging from 95 on up to 190 horsepower. A supercharged four-cylinder gasoline engine with direct injection is also available. And a natural gas variant of the same engine is offered as well. And all of them can be mated to either six-speed manuals or a seven-speed automatic. It goes on sale this June. And speaking of the Sprinter, Mercedes and Renault are in talks about collaborating on a large van. Bloomberg reports a final decision has not yet been made. The two companies already share a platform for a delivery van, the Mercedes Saiton and the Renault Kangoo. The Volvo Car Group has been testing a new hybrid system for over a year now that uses a flywheel to store energy instead of batteries. It's called the Flywheel Curs, or Kinetic Energy Recovery System. Under braking, it stores that energy by mechanically connecting to the flywheel and spinning it faster. Under acceleration, that energy is transferred to the rear wheels via a gearbox connected to the rear axle. 
That gives the car an additional 80 horsepower and drops nearly a second off the 0 to 60 time when installed in an experimental Volvo S60. Volvo's latest tests show it could reduce fuel consumption by up to 25% when comparing a Turbo 4 to a Turbo 6. The system was first developed by Torotrack and Flybridge Systems out of the UK for the Williams Formula One team. Though Williams tested the system, it never raced it, and now Volvo is trying to determine if it makes sense to put it into production. Yesterday, we reported that some experts believe car radios will become extinct before this decade is out, and that drivers will listen to radio stations by streaming them through their smartphones. So that's the topic for this week's AutoLine poll. Would you consider dumping your radio in your car in favor of streaming radio through the internet, through your smartphone? Or do you want that head unit in your dashboard forever? To vote, just visit our website, AutoLine.tv, and click the link under today's show notes. We'll share the results later this week. I'm Sean McElroy here at Venice Beach in California, where they turn water, wind, and sun into electricity. And I'm going to be showing you how one automaker is going to be using that electricity sometime soon. That report, coming up next. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. California is not just known for sand, surf, and sun, but also is the home for alternative vehicles. That's the main reason why Fiat will be rolling out its new all-electric 500E this summer. Engineers have kept all the fun elements of the regular 500, but also carved out room for its liquid-cooled lithium-ion power pack. The main packaging challenge within this vehicle architecture was to find a place to fit the battery. The battery is under the front seats and actually goes to within 10 inches of the rear bumper. It jumps over the rear axle. We have made sure we did not intrude anywhere into the passenger compartment as we did so. To accomplish that, we actually had to raise the entire body a half inch off the suspension and at the same time lower the ground clearance by half an inch to give us that extra inch of packaging we needed to put the battery in place. The battery weighs 600 pounds, which exactly accounts for how much heavier the E is versus its lounge that we built it from. The center of gravity of this car has been shifted downward and aft to put the weight ratio distribution at 5347 front to rear weight axles. Um, very it gives the car a very connected feeling to the road, and you're going to find that our suspension tuning has coupled that uh, in a way that makes it very fun to drive. And some of that fun comes from the new technology that's inside the car, like the music sting that alerts people when you're starting an electric vehicle, an automatic transmission with a safety switch, and a charge indicator that can even be seen with sunglasses. But the real attraction of the car, Fiat believes, is the price. The Fiat 500e answers a lot of questions for the marketplace. One, we're going to deliver a great product, and we didn't uh, really take anything away from the product, actually enhance it with the technology. But we also answer a lot of key questions about price and range that customers have apprehension for. We're going to have a $199, $999 due at signing lease, which is the same payment that we have on a 40 mile per gallon pop. The other thing they were offering on the 500E that also comes standard is a Fiat E-Pass, which offers alternate transportation 12 times a year for three years the customer um, 
as the Fiat 500e and during the lease. So if you purchase or lease, you get the same benefit, but you're given the ability to have alternate transportation. The 500e will be made available for lease or purchase only at the 25 Fiat Studios or dealerships in California. And if the program is successful there, who knows, maybe you'll get to see one in your neighborhood sooner rather than later. From Los Angeles, California, I'm Sean McElroy for AutoLine Daily. Kind of a cool car, but of course, Sergio Marchion says they lose $10,000 on everyone that they sell. Hey, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this Thursday night. We go live at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and our guest will be Bob Purcell, the CEO of Protein Electric, the company that makes electric hub motors. We had Bob Purcell on the show a couple of years ago when they were out touting the idea, but now they have a contract to start manufacturing them. So join me and the auto extremists for some of the best leading edge insights as to where this auto industry is headed. And that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.